Good morning, good morning. Today is Monday, the 7th of August. It is currently about 78 degrees out here and uh, supposed to get to a high of 95 here in Stockbridge with chance of thunder showers again this late afternoon and evening. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for being our God. We thank you for the great uh, service yesterday, just fellowshipping with one another and Lord, you just using us uh, to encourage each other and grow one another, and we just thank you for this, uh, just a great uh, group of folks, Lord, that you brought together, and what a blessing uh, it is to be part of that. And so, Father, we just ask for your blessing today as we get off to work and uh, get started with this week, Lord, that we would um, have our heart uh, set on you and your desire and your will, Lord. We just look to your strength and your resources Lord, to uh, provide everything we need, like you always do. Thank you, Lord, for loving us, and be with us now as we get into uh, this lesson. In Jesus' name. Okay, once more on God's promises and God's rest. And we have Hebrews chapter 4 and Hebrews chapter 6. So, Hebrews chapter 4 again. Therefore... While the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we know, for we who have believed enter that rest as he has said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest." Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again, in this passage, he said, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of the disobedience, again, he appoints a certain day today, saying through David, so long afterwards, in the wor words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would have spoken of another day later on. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for all the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, in discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, 
not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, and of instruction about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gifts, and have shared in the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the goodness of the Word of God, and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away to restore them again to repentance, since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm, and holding Him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain has often falls on it, and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated, receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. Though we speak in this way, yet in your case, beloved, we feel sure of better things, things that belong to salvation. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints, as you still do. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness to have the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through the faith and patience inherit the promises." For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater by whom to swear, he swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless you and multiply you. And thus Abraham, having patiently waited, obtained a promise. For people swear by something greater than themselves, and in all their disputes an oath is final for confirmation. So when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of his purpose, he guaranteed it with an oath. So that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to live, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope set before us. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into an inner place behind the curtain where Jesus had gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall after the same example of disobedience. And we desire that each one of you should show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Hebrews 4 and Hebrews 6. Once again, God's promises and God's rests are in view. In these intriguing verses, two insightful terms are linked with the promises and the rest of God, diligence and patience. Although they sound contradictory, they are actually complementary. For those who believe in the Lord Jesus, he promises spiritual rest. This rest begins with a divine rescue from the crushing burden of sin and guilt. Then it is, to it is to develop into heavenly relief from the unbearable load of self-generated Christian living. Entering into this daily spiritual rest is neither an option nor a casual matter. Neither an optional or casual matter. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. The Lord wants to stir and maintain in us an eagerness for this daily rest in him. He wants us to earnestly and attentively seek him for the rest that he alone can give. Our God wants to bring us along in a maturing, 
assurance, a growing confidence in his promises. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. If we are unwilling to cry out to the Lord for such diligence in seeking his rest daily, we will eventually become spiritually lethargic, that you do not become sluggish. God's rest is designed to produce spiritual fervency, not laziness, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, Romans 12:11. Along with diligence and seeking God for the rest he promises, the Lord also wants to develop in us a patience regarding his promises. Imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. God does not want our spiritual diligence to deteriorate into anxiety and impatience. Yet how can we grow in diligence and patience at the same time? How is it that the two are not mutually exclusive? Well, diligence concerns what God promises to do. We are earnestly we are to earnestly seek such. Patience concerns patience concerns when God when God may desire Patient concerns when God may desire to fulfill his promises. We are to patiently trust him for his perfect timing. Lord, we praise you for the wonderful realities that you have made available through your promises. We want you to we want to seek your diligence for their fulfillment in our lives. Yet, dear Lord, if we must wait an extended time on various issues as Abraham did for his promised son, Help us to be patient, trusting in your wise timing. Amen. Amen and amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.